All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to episode 12 of It's Not That Serious, the podcast. My name's Nicole. I'm Esty. And today we are having a three-way with our friend Michelle. Hey, guys. Nice to be on. Okay, fuck my life. I already fucked up. (laughs) We're definitely just using that take. Yeah, that's it. All right, let's stop recording. It's over. That's all we needed. So today we're having a three-way conversation with our good friend, Michelle. Hey, guys. Thank you for being on our show. This is our second three-way. So this one is called Business and Buddies. And our buddy, Michelle, happens to have started and run her own business in the beauty community. And we think it's dope that she pursued a career on her own And since we're friends in real life, we thought it would be interesting to know how or if starting and operating a small business has impacted her personal life at all, or just what it's like to do that at such a young age. Because honestly, I don't know, I don't have any like close personal friends that are entrepreneurs. So I think that's really cool. Especially to this degree, like you're literally full time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even just balancing set work hours like nine to five is already challenging. Like you add nine to five plus like laundry, and I'm like, holy, the whole day is fucking gone. Like I can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the top things I love about running my own business is being able to make my own schedule. Well, when I first started, I was still working in a spa, and then I'd come home and then lash someone till like 11 p.m. at night. When I started getting busier, I ended up queen at the spot and I just started working from home and then I changed my hours from like 8 a.m. bright and early so I could take some people before work. And then I'd take my last client around four and I'd only work Monday to Fridays and I'd be able to get in like four or five clients a day. So you were like going to work during the day and then coming home and then doing more work essentially like that's a lot yeah I knew I had to pick or choose and obviously I loved lashing way more than the job I had at the spa being able to lash in the comfort of your home and being able to be your own boss and make your own schedule and your own policies that's why I obviously chose that route (laughs) what is the name of your business Michelle it's leak by niche we will plug Michelle's Instagram into our description on this. So definitely go check her out. So I, I've never gotten my lashes done. How long does that take? So it depends what type of lash set you're getting. But if you're getting like a classic lash set, which is basically one extension per one natural lash, it takes about two hours. It's It takes a long time because an average person has about 150 lashes on each eye and I need to place an extension on each of those lashes and like very carefully and it's super tricky so that's why it takes that amount of time and then there's volume lashes where you place like multiple lashes onto one lash and that takes like three hours because it's a longer process it's a different technique there's so much um do you want to talk a little bit like about maybe like your school and kind of like just an overview of your journey to be where you are today I remember like a long, long ago, back in high school, my dream was to go to Ryerson for the dance program. And then I tore my ACL last minute. And last minute, like I came across this um, advanced spa, advanced aesthetics and spa management. That's what it was called. It's a three-year program. And basically you learned literally every type of service. So like you got a bit of everything, like from waxing to like laser hair removal to holistic therapy, like everything. So after that, got a job at a spa and I worked there for a year and 
nothing really stood out to me. Like I, there wasn't one service that I loved doing. There wasn't anything that I was like really passionate about. Towards the end of that year, I kept seeing all these like lash accounts start to pop up. And I was like, ooh, these look pretty. Like I could add this as a service at the spa. Like why not? So I took this course. It was a day. And I remember going into this course thinking it was going to be so easy because I like I looked at these uh, YouTube videos prior and how hard could it be just grabbing an extension and placing on a lash like it looks so straightforward bitch I can't even put like the last strip on my eyelid okay like this shit I can't oh my god I can't apply fake lashes to save my life <laughs> I tried one time yeah. it was like on my eyebrow I'm like okay this is not it uh so I took the course and I remember <laughs> that day like towards the end when I actually started lashing my model I was like oh my god like what did I just get myself into this is such a waste of money like I'm not doing this and then after that I remember telling my friends like oh yeah I just got lash certified and they was like oh practice on me and I'm like okay so then I remember I started out lashing all my friends and it would literally take me four to five hours <laughs> to finish plus all my friends for being so patient. I don't know, there's something about lashing. I just wanted to get better at it, but I just wanted to get to a point where like I was perfect at it. So I was working at the spa and I was I was not busy there at all because they were charging an arm and a leg for just a beginner. Like I, I just started and they were charging 150 for a classic set. And I'm like, okay, that's probably not what you should be doing. So I wasn't that busy with the, at the spa with lashes, but I was also like lashing at night at my house and I was getting way more clients then and then you know word got out and I made that Instagram account and before you knew it that summer I got really good at it like I I'm good at what I do like I I really care about my clients lash health because I know lash extensions have such a bad reputation like so many people have gotten their lashes done and have lost so many of their natural lashes and had had so much lash damage so like that was like my number one thing like I wanted to make sure that I was applying everything correctly and using the correct length, like nothing too heavy for their natural lashes. And I guess that stood out to my clients that like I actually like genuinely really cared about their lash health as well. And yeah, ever since then, yeah, I've been pretty booked solid. I also just want to vouch for Michelle. Like when you say you're good at what you do, like I feel like you literally are like the lash queen of Markham. Everybody, as I came in, like, everybody knows Michelle. Everybody goes to Michelle. Like, Michelle literally knows everybody. Like, it's crazy. She's like, the nucleus of Markham is just Michelle's lashes. I love lashing. It's kind of weird when I really think about it. Like, how much I love sticking fake lashes onto people's lashes, but... <laughs> okay, I want to get into some lash tea, though. Michelle, what are your major peeves with your clients? My, like, number one major pet peeve is when my clients try to rush me because this is huge because I can only do a perfect job if I lash at my own pace it normally happens when I'm like an hour goes by and then my client will start asking how much longer and then I'll tell them and they'll be like oh my god seriously that much longer oh my god oh my god and then they'll start fiddling with their hands they'll start sighing people rushing you was really annoying because like you're gonna glue an eyelash onto every one of my eyelashes like that's not a half an hour procedure like yeah and then I obviously feel pressured 
to finish faster. So then I start speeding up. And then when I speed up, I don't do that good of a job and I'm never happy at the results. That's a major pet peeve. Cause I don't know, obviously like you'd never rush like a tattoo artist. <laughs> yeah, that's my number one thing because it sucks the fun out of lashing for me when I'm rushing and I'm so stressed because I can feel the client's antsiness, if that even makes sense. That's the thing, yeah. Mish, has anything embarrassing or funny ever happened to you while you were with a client? I wouldn't say like anything that stands out, but something that's funny for me and embarrassing for the client is like when they like fall asleep and start snoring or like start moaning and mumbling things. (laughs) But like, I honestly don't care. My client will always like wake up to the sound of themselves like snoring or moaning and they're like, oh my God, that's so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. I'm like, don't be. It's kind of cute actually. (laughs) I, yeah, like I said, I don't care when they fall asleep. If anything, I'm happy that they're falling asleep because that just means that they're comfortable when you fall asleep, the time goes by faster anyways. Um, I have a dumb question that we probably won't include, but can you lash yourself? I've gotten asked this so many times. I've given myself lash lifts. Lash lifts obviously is completely different, but with extensions, you need your eyes to be closed and you need to see your lashes from a bird's eye view. Right, right, right. Nicole's obviously known you for a long ass time, but since we know you like as a friend first, we think thought it would be interesting to weave in like how starting your own business may or may not affect your personal life, Mm -hmm. including like friends, family, relationships, you know, just like your life outside of your professional work. Yeah, honestly, I don't think it's affected anything at all. I feel like if anything, it's given me more freedom. I just know whenever you know someone who works somewhere, the tendency is to like ask your friends for free stuff or like a free service. And to me, that was always like kind of strange because I'm like, wouldn't you want to like pay your friends like to, you know, like help them succeed. But I don't know if that's like, if that happens to you or like, if you feel a way about it. Yeah. So that's actually a good question. Um, like none of my like best friends have ever been like, Michelle, can you give me free lashes? Like they obviously never said that, but I give them discounted lashes because I want to because they've done so much for me like in the past too yeah I don't I don't want I don't want to charge them like it I would love to lash them any day and stare at their lashes but I think a mistake that I made when I started lashing was like I was getting discounts to like anyone I knew it was silly of me. I just I just felt bad. Like, I just feel bad charging full price to anyone that I knew. I think it's, like, uncomfortable taking money from people. Like, even if it is in exchange for a service, especially if you know them, you're just like, I don't want to take your money, but this is literally my job now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I just... And I know it's a lot... I know it's, like, not cheap. Like, I know it's a lot of money, too. Mm-hmm. I Like, I'm not bothered by it. Like, giving discounts to, like, my good friends and my family. The real answer to this question is Michelle will not take your money. Even if you throw it at her, she will literally chase you. And then you'll be like, okay, she took it. And then you go home and you open your, your purse and the money's there. Uh, yeah, no, I really, I end up screaming at them when they tried to pay me. Uh, yeah. So just like to go on with like the friend thing, I was going to ask if you find that lashing has helped you make friends just because it's so intimate and it's like usually I would assume girls and you have like so so long to have a conversation with them and yeah no absolutely like every I feel like pretty much every client that 
I've had who like is regularly coming like every two, three weeks. Like they've become my friends. Like I don't even consider them clients. My job doesn't feel like a job because like I see them and we just like catch up and talk and laugh. And then before you know it, their appointment's over. Do you prefer like talking through the appointment or do you like it when people just like keep quiet? That's a good question. It's funny because I actually prefer them to stay quiet <laughs> because um, I can't talk to someone and be tediously placing these lashes on perfectly at the same time. When my client is talking, their face starts to move around and then their eyes start to move and then I can't properly place the extension on. Right. I feel like now we're going to, we will transition to do a little bit more of a deep dive on friendship and girlfriends and just, yeah, business and buddies. <laughs> As you've grown older and kind of grown with, you know, like growing your own business and becoming your own person, do you feel that you've become a better friend? Yeah, I would, I would say so. I just feel like it's all a part of growing up. Like, I feel like I've become, I would never say that I was a bad friend before. If anything, like... I've become a more understanding person, more open-minded and like... You were actually a terrible friend, so I'm just going to start with that. And <laughs> No, you're a great friend. You've always been a great friend. Essie, have you noticed in your group of friends like a shift? Um, not in the nature of the friendship. Like the ones I met in high school, we have like the tone of the friendship is the same. But in myself, I've learned what it actually means to be a good friend. Like... I think because you're just alive for, lo for longer, like you just have more important relationships. I just like as a person, I think that I've changed and I think it affects the kind of friend that I am. The next question we have is um, kind of about like growing apart and how do you think you would handle growing apart from your friends? A lot of people say that happens naturally. So like, Michelle, I'm going to give this to you. Like, how do you handle it? Or how do you feel that we handle it? And yeah, just like, how do you feel about it? Obviously, we see each other less because people have lives now and like work and relationships now come into play. I think back to like when we were 20 and like how much fun we had and how much I miss like seeing the girls so, so often. But like, we're all busy in our own ways. And I know that even if we don't see each other as much like I know when we do see each other it'll be like we saw each other like yesterday and like nothing will have changed you know there are days where I'm just like ah oh, like because for example like all all my friends have boyfriends and I'm just like I always have so much time on my hands so like every weekend comes and like everyone's doing something and I'm just like god damn it I'm not doing anything this weekend like another weekend with my dog and then I think back I'm like oh like I, I miss the good old times where we're like you know everyone was just like let we're hanging out Friday Saturday Sunday let's go yeah I feel like it there used to be like a time slot like I feel like that's what I miss the most I was thinking about this too like there's going to be a point where we even see each other less because, you know, people are going to get married and start families and their kids are going to take over their lives. But once again, I feel like times that we do see each other, like nothing will have changed. And like, I know, like, even if I don't speak to any of my friends, if I ever need help with anything, like they'll always be there, like no matter what, you know? And like, I find it as tough as it is to like, was that English? I find it tough as it is to be texting like three people. 
I can't even get back to them. I can't even do it. Like, I'm the worst. So to think that I'd have to keep in touch with, like, 15 people from, like, no, I just can't. I can't even call you, Michelle. Either. We play phone tag, like, all week. I always reply to you in my head, and then I never actually reply to you. And then I forget that we even started to try, and then now we're talking on a podcast because this was scheduled. But, <laughs> but Essie, I want to hear your opinion on this, too. Like, have you grown apart from anybody? Yeah, for sure. People you are friends with when you're younger, you're kind of friends. It's like proximity friendships, you know? You're friends because you're in each other's space all the time. And then when you get older and you're just like not seeing those people constantly and they're not like in breathing your air, like you realize that maybe like your lives aren't as similar as they used to be. And so it's hard to like find where they align. But yeah, it's never like a dramatic process where there's like a huge blowout. It's usually just like a very slow burn kind of thing where... I've definitely had like some people that, I mean, maybe it's just me, but like I've had moments where I'm like, wow, like I've, this is what it feels like to outgrow somebody because they're just like frozen in time and you keep growing. Even if you, like even in high school, if you had a class with someone, you'd be like, wow, I have a new best friend. I see this person every single day at this time and we're BFFs. And then the class ends. Yeah, it's like making friends at work at a job. And then if you leave that job, you're like, well, that was that. Yes. But then you got to start being like, hey, who am I actually trying for? Like, who am I actually going to like make an effort for here? That's the thing. Like, I always, I always try for the people that I notice myself missing. That's actually a really good rule. <laughs> so with all of this growing and I guess all of this evolution kind of in your life, Michelle, what do you look for now in a friend if you were going to go out and kind of make a new friend here or there? Because you're not allowed to have too many new friends because then I feel like we're going to lose you. So... If you were to make maybe one maximum new friend, what would you look for in them that maybe you wouldn't before? Someone who's just, I guess, open-minded, non-judgmental. I'm like the biggest weirdo ever, so I feel like it takes a certain person <laughs> to uh, put up with me. <laughs> also, people who are like very like supportive. Like I find with my friends, like every little tiny accomplishment that I make, like they're always like, oh my God, congrats. And it, it goes a long way. So like definitely someone who's like your mini cheerleader, you know, who's gonna encourage you to grow and all that fun stuff. Someone who's like very, very understanding. Cause like, it's tough to have conversations with people who are very like close-minded. You can have your opinions, yes. But like, I find it tough to have conversations with people who can't seem to see where you're coming from. A huge point. I actually kind of want to briefly talk about that though like it freaks me out but when you meet people who are the same age as you but who have like mentally not progressed far at all and you're like how do you still think that i i get like really thrown off when i meet people our age that are insanely socially spoiled like people that you can tell they don't hear no a lot i don't know you know like those people that you feel like they've been so bubbled in i think the general theme is like it throws me off when i meet people that are so like unaware of things outside of their own bubble and i don't mean like science and religion and politics i mean like having like emotional maturity but then actually making that shift of like okay like michelle now you start a business and now you have like less time for certain things and now you have to like actually pick who you're gonna put time into and like i think that process can be really confusing and like almost it can be sad sometimes okay it's weird for me to ask this question because i know the answer but i want to hear what you think michelle <laughs> 
uh, what role do you play in the friend group? Are you funny one, the mom, the loud one? And has this changed over the years? Nothing has changed. I am, I, the- <laughs> Yells immediately. <laughs> I'm the weird, loud, entertaining one. And like, I always want the attention on me. So I'm always doing weird things. Michelle's a Leo, in case you can't obviously feel that. <laughs> but truly, Michelle, that's why we love you because you are yourself to the forever and till the end of time. And no matter what, social situation we are in michelle is somewhere doing a handstand on a wall okay wait now i want to know what roles do you guys think you play in your friend groups um sd go first i guess it depends if i'm drunk or not i'm like the spacey mom that can like get on like a spiritual level but also hella responsible but you do it not like in in a literal moment you're like the super cool chill mom Who's also partying <laughs> with you for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, like I can party, but I also like have my head on. It's never, you're never like taking care of SD in the bathroom. Um, I honestly have an identity crisis with this. I literally don't know who I am in the friend group. Like, well, you literally have a comedian background. So it's not like, but you're funny too, but in like a more theatrical way. I feel like I'm like the dry, sarcastic one that's just always saying like the worst shit, just whispering it in the back. <laughs> but, anyways. It is interesting, though, how every group, like, has those different characters. Like, I don't know any group of friends where they're, like, all exactly the same. Um, okay, Michelle, I want to talk to you about this a little bit. Just working in the beauty industry, I don't have, like, a specific question, but we've talked about things like all of the procedures available, just kind of your take on, like, how it's changing. On my lash Instagram page, like, on my discovery page, like, everything that's on there is, like, cosmetics and like plastic surgery everyone is trying to look this specific way with like you know the big lips the small button nose and like the dark lashes and the microbladed eyebrows and like the fox eyes and everyone wants to look like the same person well my curiosity is like michelle's look is super natural obviously you wear makeup and stuff but your whole vibe is so low key, even the way down to the way you dress, like it's just like so sexy girl next door kind of vibe. So I think it's interesting that you're in an industry at a time when like Insta models essentially set the tone of like the way that most girls want to look slash do look where you don't actually necessarily look that way yourself. That's yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's funny. Um, I've actually never gotten lash extensions ever in my entire life, and I do them. Funny enough, like, I don't think I would like the look of extensions on me, but I love I love doing it for other people and making them feel more confident. And obviously, like, I always love how much they enhance someone's features. For me, I feel like, yeah, I'm pretty simple. No, that's it. That's the rest of the podcast. We're just going to talk about your face. She's a natural beauty. Oh, shut up. <laughs> okay. okay, enough. Okay, I have no more questions for Michelle. Esty, question, final thought. I don't have any more questions, but I was just going to give Michelle the floor to say if you had any last minute thoughts slash things you want to shout out, go for it. If you're ever interested in getting your lashes done, <laughs> you know where to find me. If you had any last-minute advice for early 20s girl friendships and how to make them stronger and last, what would you say? Jeez, that's a deep question, Esty. Okay, stop. I'm just trying to... It's good. It's good. It ties um, it in. It ties it in. Um, 
fuck, Essie, come on. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> no, Michelle, you have had long-term friends. What keeps <laughs> us going? You know, always being there, showing you care for them by checking in on them. Why do I sound so aggressive right now? Um, <laughs> Yelling at me about my own question. I feel like I'm repeating myself, but like, have an open mind with everything, you know? Get to know them and understand them. We can't end it like this. That's a good answer. <laughs> We're gonna end it on you yelling, fuck, I don't know. Okay, guys, well, I'm ready to wrap this up. Okay, but I, the thing is, you guys can't wrap it up because I can't seem to finish it off. <laughs> I'm nervous and I love all my friends. For long-lasting friendships is pretty much just, like, making sure you're making an effort, like, an equal effort on both ends. That's perfect. All right, well, thank you all for tuning in to our three-way with Michelle. I feel like we've learned a lot about lashing. Yeah, it's a, an industry I know literally nothing about. So this was actually really interesting. Thank you, Michelle, for being here and for, our, you know, chatting with us. And Thank you for having me, guys, and uh, having to deal with me. You've been wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> Always have been. The energy levels are through the roof. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay, and uh, thank you all for tuning in. And we will see you or you'll be listening to us or a new episode's coming out next Sunday. Bye. Bye, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Did I fuck that up? <laughs> <laughs>